You are tuned to CICK News on 93.9 FM in Smithers. CICK News is your news source for regional and provincial news Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 a.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. It's hosted by Dan Messick and myself, Pamela Hassan. Find and follow CICK News online at smithersradio.com and frequencynews.ca or wherever you get your podcasts. CICK News is funded by the Community Radio Fund of Canada and the Government of Canada. Today on CICK News. After nearly a decade of negotiation and advocacy for Northwest BC communities and regional districts, the Northwest BC Resource Benefit Alliance has secured $250 million over the next five years for infrastructure needs for more than 21 communities in BC's north. The funding comes as the provincial government introduced their final budget last week ahead of the 2024 elections this fall, and these funds are just a fraction of what resource projects have generated in Northwest BC over the past decades. However, according to the Alliance, these funds will go a long way to help update and build new critical infrastructure throughout Northwest BC communities and is just the beginning. Today, we'll check in with the three co-chairs of the Alliance, Mayor Pond of Prince Rupert, Mayor Buitage of Terrace, and Mayor Attrell of Smithers, all who were present in Victoria at the funding announcement and whose communities have been waiting a long time to see this funding come through. Stay with us. I'm Herb Pond, and I'm the Mayor of Prince Rupert. Great, Herb. Thanks so much for being with us again here on CICK News. Um, of course, a, a pretty amazing announcement came last week. $250 million over the next five years to the Northwest BC Resource Benefit Alliance. This is a, a project that has been 10 years in the making, and this is the first real substantial financial commitment from the provincial government. Maybe walk me through kind of your visit with the other uh, mayors from the region down to Victoria last week, and, and what did you hear? Yeah, so so as you know, there are three of us that are the co-chairs for the much larger organization. We each have been appointed by the our uh, respective regional district to to carry this ball forward, um, and and we knew we'd had meetings over the last year and a half. Uh, of course, people have been, as you said, working on this for 10 years. I, I happen to have the pleasure of being one of the people that got to carry the ball over the, the line, but uh, but there's been a ton of work done on this over years. Um, and and we had, we had lots of signs and signals that we were getting close. Uh, and at the same time, there's always a debate within government, uh, as there should be, uh, as to each funding request and how it gets handled. And we wanted to make sure that people didn't forget us or forget the Northwest. And so probably a month ago, we let the Premier and others know that we would be coming down to be there for the throne speech, excuse me, <coughs> to be there for the throne speech. And and then also for budget day and, and what we were telling them was we wanted to be there to celebrate the good news because we we're confident that it would be including this uh, in this upcoming budget. And, and so that's why we were there. We had some meetings uh, and, and, uh, uh, with, and, and then there were some follow up meetings with, with staff from our staff. So um, just just a really good, productive push to get it over the finish line. I can't say enough 
about the efforts from uh, from my MLA Jen Rice, but also also uh, all all three of the MLAs supported it. But but uh, you know Nathan Cullen was was instrumental as well. Um, so yeah, big 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 day. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, uh, Herb, we've talked about these infrastructure needs uh, in Prince Rupert um, several times now. Um, of course, this is going to be a, a big help, but it's two hundred fifty million over the next five years. That's about fifty million a year, and there's there's twenty one communities and regional districts that are part of this alliance, uh, from all the way from Masset to Vanderhoof. Now. How is this money going to be divvied up? Does everyone get the same uh, slice of the pie or are our communities going to have to apply for an amount of money for a particular project? How is this all going to going to work and and when could these communities start seeing some of this money because I know and of course you know and Rupert the the infrastructure needs are are critical at the moment. Yeah, it there's work to be done still on on the allocation. Uh, there's work that has been done on the allocation. Uh, and government has uh, the province has some uh, strong ideas, and and so there's there's some work to be done within the coalition, uh, within the alliance, to uh, come up with formulas that work for everybody, from the smallest municipalities and the electoral areas within the regional district. Um, so so that that's still a bit of a blank. Uh, it, however. Uh, there are several pieces to this that that really matter. One one is both government and ourselves are really uh, eager to see the money distributed out, and so we, this isn't going to be a long drawn out process. Uh, uh, secondly, you know, regardless of of the allocation, as you say, you know, fifty million a year divided a lot of different ways might sound like a smaller number, but but the significance is it's a multi-year deal. Uh, that's the that's the magic, and and so it's that's how the the fair share in the piece began. It was uh, you know um, uh, I don't want to call it a modest beginning, but it it was a modest beginning compared to what it is today. And so in executing a five-year agreement, we can plan. We don't have to guess next year what, what kind of funding we might be receiving from the province. And so, and then we can use that money for matching money in, in other grants and other applications. Uh, so th- that's the game changer. It's not, it's, I mean, the, the money itself is, is important, but it's that ongoing predictable piece that that you know hopefully it gets renegotiated many times over and 50 years from now people are still benefiting from from this day this arrangement yeah, no doubt um just the last thing for you mayor pont uh of course this has been about 10 years in the making it sounds like it had support from both sides of the aisle both parties major parties in the province of course, we're in an election year, so we'll see a provincial election um, later in the fall of this year. What's your hope going forward, seeing this this initial 250 mil over the next five years? But where does it go from here? What what could come next? Uh, is I'm really curious about. So, where do you see the alliance going from here? Well, you know, it's 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 early days, but I think so. First of all, we have to get the allocation formula and, and sign an agreement with the province that works for everybody. But but 
there's been early discussions that say there's a momentum that's been built by us coming together. And uh, are there opportunities for the communities within the RBA region to find other ways that we might work together? You know, what, you know, here's here's one small example is is if all of a sudden we're all going to do some road paving, um, maybe it works better if we don't bid against each other for the limited uh, resources that are available. Maybe if we work together, we can put together a plan that. Uh, allows each community to get the paving done a little less, uh, a little more cost effectively. Don't know if that can happen or not, but there's the kind of thing that that uh, because we've begun to work together on this alliance, there's uh, I think other opportunities going forward. Okay, great, Mayor Pond. Thank you so much for chatting with us today, and of course, good luck with the alliance moving forward. Thank you. That was the mayor of Prince Rupert, Her Pond. Coming up next, my conversation with the mayor of Terrace, Sean Butage. Sean Butage, I am the mayor of the city of Terrace. Great, Sean. Thanks so much for being with us here on CICK News again. Uh, of course, a big announcement last week, 250 mil for the Re- Northwest Resource Benefit Alliance. Uh, this is a pretty big deal. Uh, from your perspective, uh, from the mayor of Terrace, as the mayor of Terrace, what does this mean for your community? Well, this is a big deal for all the communities in the in the northwest, not just Terrace. We have we have been all of us have been struggling with large infrastructure deficits, with no way to pay it pay for it, mainly because a good chunk of industry is outside of our communities, and um, and so we have no ability to tax them. So now with this this deal in place, this will give us money to start fixing that 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 shortfall of infrastructure deficit that we have. You know, you look at it in the city of Terrace, and I, you know, we haven't figured out the funding model yet, but, you know, I, on on average, am paving uh, one major road project a year, and this could be mean I could be doing five or six. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is, you know, going to have a big impact on that type of infrastructure, and, we, and we've seen, especially over the last few years, um, you know, the roads have been getting uh, uh, more unruly, there's more heavy trucks on the roads, obviously, with a lot of this, uh, you know, development, resource development, um, seeing the activity, um, the infrastructure takes a beating. How is this going to kind of make up for that, knowing that, you know, this is about 50 mil a year. Um, there's 21 communities and regional districts that are part of this alliance. It breaks down to, you know, a couple of million a year if everyone gets an equal slice of the pie. You know, what is going to be needed going forward to see this maintained so that we can, as you mentioned, catch up with some of the infrastructure deficits that we currently have? Well, you know, they've, yes, this is over five years, but I think that is, that is just an opportunity for us to prove out why there's such a need in the Northwest. We can start doing projects, and um, and just you know we'll we'll continue to prove that need and I think when when you know we start to hit year four or something like that we'll be going back in the government and just renegotiating a a move forward deal they've they've got a long term deal in the Peace Regional District and there's no reason why the Northwest wouldn't have something long term that's that's very similar and you know 
and keeping in mind that the deal in the Peace Region is, is one regional district is $50 million annually, and, the, and what the deal we just have acquired is $50 million for three regional districts. So it's not it's significantly less than what the Peace is getting, but it's a really good start for, for our communities. Um, you mentioned that you've been working on this for a while. Obviously, this is a, a deal that was 10 years in the making. We've been We've been talking about this for 10 years. There's been... You know, hundreds of billions of dollars that have come out of this region uh, in terms of the resource development over the years, uh, especially over that time. We, we see other projects that are on the slate right now. Um, what's the kind of path forward to ensure that this continues? You know, 250 mil, this is just a start for the next few years. But what is needed, as you mentioned, to show the provincial government, granted we are in an election year this year, but what is needed to show the provincial government um, that this is going to be used, this is going to help communities, and that this is really needed? You know, I think I think we've already shown the government that, that it's it's needed. I think there, it's 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 what they felt that, that they could afford in, in, in this, this financial cycle. And so that's, that's what they've put forward. I don't think anybody's going to argue that there's a large need in, 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 in Northwest BC. And, you know, we've been, we've been shortchanged for years as we've watched all this industry around us grow and the revenue leave the area and pay for Frank, quite frankly, a lot of infrastructure in the lower mainland. So it's time that we started, we, we were, we were allowed to keep some of our own money and, and, and keep it in the Northwest. Um, when you talk about, um, duration and how long I've been at this, I was, I was elected one of the co-chairs in 2000 and fall of 2018. And so I've been, I've been working this for just a little over five years. And, uh, we quickly in that, in that five years, one of the first things that we were able to, to, to get out of that was, was two intakes of the Northern Capital Planning Grant, which saw a hundred million dollars in 2019 and then $50 million in 2020, um, um, given out to, our regional, our three regional districts, as well as Fraser, Fort George, and all of our com- communities saw a little bit of boost for for in, for um, infrastructure there. And then we were able to uh, in in 2019, as we continued to lobby the provincial government at UBCM, in September of 2019, Premier Horgan um, committed to the RBA publicly at the UBCM convention in his closing speech. You can find that online, and. Um, and so that was a big step to moving forward with, with getting a, a deal done. And then things kind of slowed down through through COVID and uh, definitely put the brakes on things for a while. And then it got back on tracks uh, in in spring of 2022. Minister Cullen was the Minister of Municipal Affairs at that point. And we, uh, we all met in Terrace and uh, really started to kind of put things back on track. And then September of 2022, we signed a member of understanding with the province to get a to get an agreement in place. And then here we sit today with a quarter of a billion dollars over five years being distributed amongst our communities. I guess, Sean, just uh, really quickly, it sounds like uh, once the money starts flowing, it's going to flow pretty quickly um, now that it's uh, a set deal. What's kind of top of the list for your community? What What are the needs right now that this money is going to go towards? I for us, it's critical infrastructure. You know, we, we, we look to our neighbors in Prince Rupert and see the, the, their water situation and we're not there, but if we don't start fixing the critical infrastructure faster, we are in a trajectory to get there. So we really need to put a lot of this money into critical infrastructure. I'd love to say we're going to buy a bunch of shiny new toys. Like we've seen some of the communities in the piece do, but we're not, we're not there yet. We need to, we need to fix critical infrastructure. We need to make sure that 
we're supplying water to our residents, that there are sewer pipes are not overflowing. And um, so that will be probably our number one focus, you know, and then, but in the, in the end of the day, that is the will of council. So council will, will make those decisions. All right, Mayor of Terrace, we'll leave it there for now. Thanks so much for your insight on this, and I'm sure we'll talk again. All right, appreciate you. Thanks so much. That was Sean Butage, Mayor of Terrace. Coming up next, my conversation with the Mayor of Smithers, Gladys Attrell. Uh, my name is Gladys Attrell. I am the Mayor of Smithers. Great, Gladys. Thanks so much for being with us here on CACK again. Uh, of course, uh, as mentioned before, $250 million has now been committed by the provincial government to the Northwest Resource Benefit Alliance, a deal that's been in the making for 10 years. And finally, it's come to fruition. We're going to see about 50 mil over the next uh, a year, over the next five years. What does this mean for Northwest BC and for Smithers? Well, I mean, first of all, it's a good announcement. It means that the work gone into it has borne fruit, and a lot of people have worked very hard on the RBA for a long time. It means that the provincial government, um, Premier Eby's government, recognizes that there are impacts that are felt in communities by the industrial development in a region. Uh, so this actually acknowledges that and provide some funding for the communities affected to be able to deal with the infrastructure needs, um, you know, the things that are associated with having a lot of work in our region. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know, Gladys, that uh, you've recently became the chair, uh, co-chair of the Alliance. Uh, what are you kind of taking over from uh, previous chairs that have been working on this over the last decade? And what comes next? How does the Alliance move forward from here? Yeah, um, so I, I was recently appointed, you know, in the last couple of months uh, by the regional district of Balkina Chaco. So the co-chairs the co each represent a regional district. So Balkina Chaco, Kitimat, Stikina, North Coast, um, and Mayor Shane Brennan. Brennan had held that role previously. So I am taking over uh, that position and hopefully carrying on well the work that was done by my predecessors. Um, and I, I'm sorry, I forgot the second part of your question. <laughs> Uh, and where does the the alliance go from here? There's there's 50 million uh, a year coming to the alliance. So what what comes next? So yeah, so now comes the details. So the broad announcement was made in the provincial budget, as you mentioned, 250 million over five years, or about 50 million a year. And so what has to be determined in the next few weeks is what are the conditions, and then as well an allocation agreement amongst the participants. So there is some work to do. Um, Ron Poole uh, works with the RBA. He is our, our sort of contract manager um, out of Terrace, and he will be working with the provincial government staff and with the members of the allocation committee, the allocation task force of the RBA, to determine what those details are going to be. So there is that work is still to be done. Uh, what are the conditions from the province? And then how are we going to come to an allocation agreement amongst us? So still, that's still serious work, and it has to happen fairly quickly. Uh, Gladys, as as you know, uh, you know every community deals with different infrastructure issues. Um, of course, here in Smithers, uh, you know one of the things we've been dealing with obviously are our roads, uh, our sidewalks, um, you know water filtration. Um, it's this very similar cases in Terrace and Prince Rupert, um, in Kitimat and other bigger communities. What are kind of the priority issues here in Smithers, um, and what is some of this money going to go towards uh, as soon as it starts flowing? Well, at the local level, we'll still have to have that conversation 
nearing the end of budget and funds have been allocated towards capital projects to road, sidewalk, et cetera. So depending on how fast this concludes, perhaps uh, that affects the current budget. I, I just don't know that yet because we're not there yet. You've identified you know, some of our big infrastructure gaps in terms of ability to pay the right amount of money every year to keep things in good shape. So we moved uh, last year toward a million dollars in roads. We've got several hundred thousand in sidewalks and it doesn't touch much truly. So having some more money that we could put toward roads and sidewalks, um, water and sewer lines, as we look toward, you know, increasing housing density and communities across the province, including this one, it might mean looking at the capacity of those underground lines. Are they, uh, are they up to the job? Uh, we've been looking at storm sewer here for well before I was on council. So there is no shortage of good and necessary projects to spend um, infrastructure money on. And we're just gonna have to wait and see to the end of the agreement, what portion is for this community and then determine how best to utilize it for this year. So that, that also is a conversation yeah. still to come. Um, just the last thing for you, you know, of course, uh, a lot of this is focused on, uh, as you mentioned, the infrastructure needs, you know, seeing bigger resource uh, extraction projects and development um, has put a, a lot of strain on, on these uh, infrastructure um, problems. Um, but there's also a question that was raised, you know, will this money, uh, if it continues, you know, not just in the next five years, but down the road over the next couple of decades, if this money does continue, w will there be a, a, an opportunity to use it for bigger projects like someone brought up the, the library replacement that has been kind of on the books for a while, but it hasn't come to fruition yet? Would, would this money be um, used for something like that? Or is it purely just going to be for infrastructure needs? Well, it would be my hope that, you know, it can be used for that sort of infrastructure as well. Those are gaps in communities. You know, um, we do have to deal with those sort of hardcore pieces of infrastructure that we've talked about. But buildings and amenities are things that people utilize every day, and it makes the quality of life better in communities. So it would certainly be my hope that that type of amenity infrastructure is a part of it as well. It is in other revenue sharing agreements that the province has with other regions in the province. So I would anticipate that that's correct. And again, until the agreement is done, uh, we won't know for sure. And of course, you've already uh, mentioned it, but it, it would be our intention that what is a five-year deal right now will become um, you know, a, a multi-decade deal as are other revenue agreements in the province that this is the first um, iteration of it. And at some point in the future, we'll look at re renegotiating it. But right now, we'd be focused on, you know, this first term, determining the conditions, understanding them, and then working on the allocation. Okay, we'll leave it there for now. Mayor Smithers, Gladys Atrill, thank you so much for your time today and insight on this. And, uh, and good luck with the Alliance. Okay, thanks, thanks. You've been listening to CICK News. If you have any hot tips or news stories you think we should cover, Contact us at CICKNews at SmithersRadio.com or follow us on Facebook at CICKNews. CICKNews is made possible by the Government of Canada and the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the only organization mandated to financially supporting campus and community radio stations across Canada. You can also catch our fresh shows each week at theskeena.com or subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks to our producer, Pam Hassan, and all of our roving reporters, I'm Dan Messick. Thanks for listening. <laughs>